There are times when we might feel that nothing is going right and we aren't getting any answers or help in what we are facing. But hang in there, it's coming. Your waiting will eventually be over. Hey, I'm Todd with Ready Your Future, and this is another Bible devotional with a preparedness application. Seems like a long time since we've looked at uh, Genesis and Abraham, but we're going to continue on in the story. We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. And this is that big promise that Abraham has uh, been waiting for. Uh, So we'll jump into that. Again, Genesis 21, verses 1 to 8, reading out of the New American Standard Bible. Then the Lord took note of Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, who, will, who would have said to Abraham, Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. So listen, Genesis chapter 12, verse 4, we read that weeks and weeks and weeks back, tells us that Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran for the land of Canaan. So it took 25 years for Abraham to see the first fruits of the Lord's promise that he would make him into a great nation. He doesn't even get to see the great nation piece, right? He just sees that the first fruits of it where Isaac is being born. So in the Bible, when we're reading the Bible, 25 years is like turning a few pages. It's not that big of a deal. But when we are waiting in real life, it can seem like forever. For a lot of us, it's really hard to wait weeks or months, or years for God to answer prayer, much less 25 years. We're such a fast-paced society. We like things fast. We go get it. We want Amazon. We want, you know, Amazon delivers it in a day, or not so much anymore, it seems, it seems like, but, you know, we, we want it fast. And so when we talk about praying and, and waiting for God, and He takes weeks and months and years, or 25 years, that's crazy. But we see in this scripture, and in the scripture, that Abraham was obedient all the way through. And he was obedient, even in what we read here, to circumcise Isaac like God commanded. Like on the eighth day, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to do that. We're going to circumcise Isaac. We also read that Sarah, like in verse 7, she says, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Did I have borne him a son in his old age? And so she goes back and she's like, man, you know, it, it truly, really happened you know, who would have thought that it would have happened? No one can really think about it, but God did this. This was a thing that God did. And again, it was a way of giving God the glory. That It was something that completely wasn't, wasn't normal, right? Being in that, being uh, so old and giving birth. So what's the application? The application is to persevere in the faith and walk in obedience. Sometimes it seems like God's promises are never going to come about like 25 years worth of waiting around. Sometimes it's like that prayer for that wayward child. You've been praying for years, God, do something about this. Or that family member, that wayward family member you've been praying about, you know, like, God, just bring them back to you. Sometimes it's 
God, provide direction for my next step in life, whatever you want me to do or, or what I'm supposed to be doing. And you're praying and you, you're waiting and you don't hear anything, right? It's like, I'm waiting, God, what, what do you want me to do? Maybe it's that waiting time for that financial blessing or that healing. You believe that God can heal you and you've been praying about that and it just doesn't seem to happen. But listen, God's timing is his timing and he is so much wiser than us. And we can trust that he knows what he is doing. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 to 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. When we're in that waiting, when we're in that time period, when we're not hearing, we're not getting direction, when God's not answering, the, it doesn't seem like God is answering the prayer for that wayward child or that family member or that financial blessing or whatever it might be, know that God has a plan. God, God's ways are so much higher. He knows what he is doing. He's a God who still comes close to you and he still helps you, but it's in his timing. So we need to stay faithful to the things of God like Abraham and Sarah did. Even when we don't see the answers on the horizon, we can trust that he is faithful to complete the work that he started. Galatians 6, 9 says, not to grow weary in doing good. And Philippians 1, 6 says, I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. So what's the prepper application? Although we see the craziness in the world, sometimes it can seem that all the time and the effort that we've put into prep or prepping is for nothing. It's like, okay, we, we, you know, this thing happens and this thing happens and we're able to get through it. You know, okay. We didn't really need our preps, but we're, you know, it's like, sometimes it's like, why are we prepping? Remember, you really don't want the poop to hit the fan. You really don't want that. But more than that, prepping is insurance. We've got car insurance. We have health insurance. We have home insurance, renter's insurance. We have all these different kinds of insurances, right? Prepping is that. It's insurance if something happens. So the key to persevering and keeping the faith and preparedness is to manage the expectations of why we are prepping and squash all the fears of all the dystopian novels and all the movies and all the articles of, you know, how zombies coming and, and, you know, uh, bands of gangs roaming around the land and the complete collapse of everything and going back and being blasted back into the stone age. Can that happen? Is it possible? Yes, of course it is very possible, but let's look at history And what has happened when economies and nations have collapsed? People move on and something else is built. Life goes on. And so we think about all the things that have happened. We even look at our modern countries that have collapsed economically. Life still goes on. It's not the fun, happy-go-lucky and everything is great type of life. But those who are prepared and those who can think through it definitely are able to survive it. Life goes on until the very end when Jesus comes back. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother situation, right? So persevere in the faith. Persevere in preparedness. Be obedient to God's word and continue prepping in what makes sense for you and your family. Listen, it all pays off in the end. I want to pray with you, but I want you to stick around just uh, until you know after this prayer because I want to share a couple of other things with you, all right? So let's pray. Father, I pray for my preparedness friends. 
I pray that you would help them, Lord, in, in the waiting, in the waiting that they are uh, dealing with, Lord. Maybe it's direction that they need. Maybe it's a financial situation or a healing. Maybe they've been praying for family members that need to come to you and to get close to you. And, and uh, I, I pray that you would help them, Lord. Maybe it's a fear of not having enough preps for uh, the situation that we, we might face and as we look around at this crazy world, Lord, we uh, sometimes it, it seems like we want to up the pace of our preparedness and, and, and add more to it. But Lord, we just pray that you would give us that faith to stand firm and persevere, to be obedient and to follow your ways. And we thank you that it all pays off, that you, you have us in the palm of your hand. You know who we are. You know what we're about. And you know that uh, you have a great plan for us. And we thank you that it all works out in the end. We know how it ends. We know where we go. We know what happens. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I want to say this uh, as we close out here on this uh, devotional. I, I know they haven't done one in a couple of weeks, but spiritual preparedness is more important than your physical preps. I completely believe that. And uh, it's something that I have talked about before in the past, and it's one reason why I continue to do these devotionals with that preparedness application aspect of it. So sometimes people don't aren't aren't thinking about their their spiritual preparedness. They're not they're not putting time and effort into it. And I want to encourage you to be thinking about that. It's more important than your physical preps. One way that you can do that, of course, is reading the Bible and praying and joining a church. And I know that I've heard from many people throughout uh, my time in preparedness that the churches that are around them are just crazy and they don't want to join them. And if you don't have a church that you feel comfortable that you can be a part of, and maybe you, you've been uh, out of church for a long time, then I want to encourage you to join an online church. And we do online church every Sunday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. I want you to come. I want to invite you to be a part of it. We, we stream live on Facebook, but we also... Um, have it on our website so you can join the website and you can do that. And I'm going to link to the website so that you can go check it out. And even if you are not there yet, ready to go to church, ready to you know do an online church, maybe it's just, you want to hear the messages and you want to be encouraged by messages, the Sunday morning message. Then I have a podcast for the church that you can go and be a part of and you can download those uh, messages and hear them. You know, it's usually about a 45, 50 minute uh, long message. And uh, I, I try to preach what I feel the Holy Spirit is telling me to preach. And so I, it's not the, it, it's not always the, 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 the fun, happy go lucky stuff, especially in the times that we live in. But I think that you should consider your, your spiritual preps. And so uh, your spiritual preparedness. And so you should be thinking about that. So there are resources that I'm going to link to, um, especially, like I said, online church. You can go check that out. Uh, you can listen to, you can watch last week's uh, message if you want to do that. Uh, you can download the podcast and, or subscribe to the podcast and you can download uh, those messages if you want to listen to them there as well. But I, I want to highly encourage you to think about your spiritual preparedness. All right, guys, that's it for uh this Bible devotional with that preparedness application. I'm going to go ahead and end it here. God bless you. You have a great week. Peace.